Shut up and sit down. This is the Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. It's just me and Tony here today and we're covering a very topical a very topical subject today and it's Adele's weight loss. I know Tony, Tony's trying to, he's put up a couple of pictures on social media saying that she was a client of his and he took her for a transformation. He just didn't want to say anything until it was over. But yeah, Tony, Tony the man, what do you think? Yeah, I'm just going to tell you exactly how it happened. But as as always, there's that wee ebook at the end that you can purchase in the swipe up. Uh, whenever we dive in it, like, I I don't think there's a whole lot. Is there a lot of speculation around it? Like, how has she, you sort of read and know a wee bit more? Like, how has she said she's lost the weight? Well, she's not commented at all. She, uh, um, as far as I know, she was off all forms of social media. And it was her birthday, and she posted a picture on her birthday and went back on social media, and that was the picture. Uh, but there's just by reading, and as you do, you go down rabbit holes and read different uh, subject matters on it. Um, it seems like she was following a, a a thing called the green juice diet, which I don't know what it is, but it's meant to be a thousand calories a day, and it's probably made up of just green juice and different different juices throughout the day which if that's the case holy fuck it'll be interesting to see does she spiral back up then once that stops because that is going to have to stop like she can't live on green juices for the rest of her life like maybe she can be low energy now why she's not touring like but if, if she's on stage and she's on fucking 900 calories and she's having to sing for fucking two or three hours I'm sure she'll feel it so I feel like definitely there's there's a big there needs to be that big Instagram buzz around her and say well done to keep her motivated and she does need that but now she's going to have that whole public eye on her and she's going to have people come up to her for trying to sell her get her to sell weight loss products but she used this she used that so I think she, she's probably added a lot of without realising she's done something really positive for herself and I think credit where credit's due like it is it is an absolutely insane transformation and like if, if somebody is credit for that fucking it is well done but the thing is it's in the way in which it's done, whether it'll have built her, yes, everything might look good from the outside, but I wonder what things are looking like on the inside in terms of her mindset, like how's her food relationship? And the thing is, she's going to have to deal with that herself rather than in the public eye. And that's probably where I would just be a wee bit mindful because she's going to be scared of eating carbs, guaranteed if she lost like a lot of weight in a very short period of time. And I would say that a lot of the, the motivation for her doing that probably came from that recent breakup. Like it, it, she's probably went, fuck it, you know what, now's the time I'm going to show him that I'm going to get in shape. And I would say she's just used that fuel to the fire yeah. and actually used her, like, that as motivation, Joe. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if it was a short period, well, I suppose it's a short period of time relative that she's lost 100 plus pounds. But I think it's, is it April 2019? Or so, sometime around then that they reckon it started when, like, she, I think she went off all forms of social media. So it's, it's a year it's and what's I don't know my it's too early in the morning to work out maths like but it it's a lot it's a lot in a in a short space of time but 
if you're Adele and you're worth reportedly $140 million, you know, you could fucking, you could have the best of the best PTs on call, morning, noon, and night, an in-house chef, fucking anything. Yeah, fat burners, fucking... Illegal, anything, yeah, you get yeah, what you want. Cairo, fucking fat freezing, all, you could use every trick in the book every single day to just give you that extra wee motivation. The part of it, the part of it which I... Getting all the cards out on the table, I'm not a fan of hers. I think she's... Oh, I just always thought she was a wanker, the way she got on. But she was always this... Uh, and fair play to her for... No, nobody will tell me to lose weight. Nobody will tell... No, she was always that geared. She's a strong, independent woman. Massively successful. Fucking class singer. Just never liked her music. But she was always that, like... I, I'll rival anybody. I'll do the things my way. I don't know if the breakups forced her... Or in her heads made her want to lose weight. I don't know. Like, you don't think so? I don't know if it's that... Or she's just got to the point where... She wanted to do it. Or fuck no, like God knows what's going through the girl's head. The other pr- problem is, and this is the part that's we this weary. When people lose weight, they also their voice changes. Like it, it's it's yeah. a, it's a known fact. Like it, your voice does slightly change. There's a, there's a lot of famous singers when they lost weight, they were never the same, or when they put on weight, they were never the same. Um, so I'd I'd really. Would love to know if she still was. If she probably still does have it because she's fucking unbelievable in that respect. But that would be the big fear, and I'm sure her management have that fear too. That she just she hasn't got that power. I and the, the other image too is she was very vocal of you know the big the whole big girl thing and you know that that respect. And now she's she's dropped so much weight and she's looking fantastic. But yeah, like. I- one of the things I would say there is though, before you dive on is uh, see with her being like I would say something has clicked in her head but if you look at any of her albums when they come out is usually about a year after she has some big event in her life like the last one before this yeah. the new albums come out uh, obviously it's good promo because I think it's been like four or five years since she's launched the last one was after a breakup yeah it's always this after a breakup after yeah so I, I whenever I see that I'm like to get creativity, to get motivation, you almost need that external nudge. You almost need disaster in your life, which isn't a good thing in my eyes because it, it, the minute she gets happy in a relationship, she might actually, like she might have self-sabotaged, I'm not saying anything, but she could have self-sabotaged her, that herself by accident without yeah. realizing it. And then slowly have nudged it and then eventually he just went, nah, fuck this, I'm out. And then she's got the pain for her albums and that probably means more to her. So she probably needs to look a little bit deeper subconsciously, but I would, that's the first thing that I'd be looking at. I'd be thinking, fuck, right what is motivated you to do this because what's going to motivate you to stay in this ship yeah yeah well that's true she, she's uh, the, the media has been real harsh on her like um, they're kind of from go, like years ago they would have fat shamed her and now they're kind of skinny shaming her in a way <laughs> you can't win you can't win no, you definitely can't win with the media especially scumbags like the sun and the mirror but they, uh, it's just weird the way they, you know, I suppose too, the other thing is the timing of it. Not that she can time her birthday, like, but there's fuck all else to write about in the papers. There's no sports, there's no nothing. So when she, that's something they can jump on. And as we know, like negative or positive stories don't sell. Negative stories sell. People want 
they want the the headline's going to be, like, I seen some headlines asking, was she sick? Was she ill? Well, clearly she does. She doesn't like. She looks. She looks good. She looks happy. I know that's that picture's only a snapshot, but what she's done is great. Uh, the media's cru- absolutely crucified her over doing a good thing for her own health. Hopefully, it's a good thing for her health. But uh, I, the doubt in Thomas and me, I know. Like I've, like she's dropped. She's seemingly dropped a hundred plus pounds in in the year. I kind of went through the same thing. I dropped about 104 in 18 months. So I know the kind of journey she's been on. And I know how hard it's been. I think there might have been a wee bit of surgery involved in this. Because there's no, like, her cheeks are real defined. No, there's none of that, uh, there's none of that drained kind of look. And I had that kind of drained look for a while. No, there's kind of that, you know, or or. That there's there's definitely a bit of Botox involved. There may be a wee bit of derma fillers. There's that because she's got that sharpness in her cheeks. She's managed to retain all that without anything drooping. And if you're losing, like her head's half the size now, so there's going to be a bit yeah. of a there's going to be a wee bit of a drip. There's going to be some age lines. There's going to be some wee wrinkles, like leg it or lump it. They're coming. You're wanting to see under the hood, really? <laughs> no, no, I don't. No, I definitely don't want to see that. I wouldn't entertain that. Um, but I do think if someone's looking well, at I... it, someone's looking at it from a point of view, going "fuck," she's inspired me, class. But don't look at her results and look at it and go, "I can do that." Like I, I was reading a, I was reading a, a, an expert. I'll just read this out. An a, a expert wrote this uh, as a kind of like. The sort of what we're talking about now is just don't expect her results. He wrote, post-weight loss, our clients, especially in Adele's age group, tend to have non-invasive treatments uh, to treat the effects of sagging skin and result in facial volume loss. She has retained her beautiful cheek volume, well-defined jawline, and indicate the use of dermo fillers to restore facial volume loss. I think people have to keep in mind that, even though this is in fact... If you go through a hundred pound weight loss or even even fifty pound weight loss, there's a chance that you're you're gonna take you're gonna take a while to grow into your body, especially grow into your face, and there might be the odd wrinkle. Would you say that was the same for you when you lost the weight? You noticed that you maybe struggled with that sort of issue, no? Or I actually you're quite confident. Though, I or? actually didn't. I didn't even think about it until a guy who's a trainer in Belfast came up to me one day and was talking about, you know, how good it was looking, whatever. And he goes, you know what the best thing is? He goes, you're looking younger. And he goes, that's never the fucking case. He goes, the you, people that go through a transformation like you did always look older. And I was like, fucking ever. I never even thought about it that way. And he goes, no, he goes, that's the one thing I take away from it. I don't take away. At that stage, I would have lost about, about 70 pounds. And he was like, I, he goes, the, the fat loss is one thing, but he goes, it's the fact that you're looking younger and not older. And I, I don't like it was that was pure luck, like because I done the first, the first bit was all by myself, until I brought uh, you on. But, but uh, yeah, like no, I think credit where credit's due to both you and her. Like I definitely do. But see, whenever people sort of go towards like the, I think you need to know about the plastic surgery and stuff. But I don't think you need to shame it. Like no, it's not not no to be shamed about. Fuck, I'd get it done if I had the money to throw about it. Jesus Christ. Yeah, ex- exactly. See if something makes you feel good. It's like, for example, uh, what I've noticed is that a lot of females will point out 
That girl's got fake tits. Who yeah. gives a fuck? Who cares? She wants fake tits with her half fake tits. So if that makes her feel more confident and fulfills her life better and she's getting it for the right reasons, then there's nothing wrong with that. Like that is yet it's almost it's almost like shamed in a way because it's not it's not natural. Like I put up a poll on Instagram where like people might not remember it. And it was like, Men, do you prefer a natural woman or a, a woman with like fake and I wrote like fake parts and I was like Botox, lip fillers, yeah. uh, I wrote fake tits, I think, or fake boobies or something for a laugh. And it, it got 50 50, you know, split opinion. Yeah. And I would say that about, see the people who said yes, they prefer the natural look. I would say about 40, maybe, I would say about 80% of the people who said they prefer the natural were women. They weren't men. Yeah. They hopped in and answered. So, like, it, it, uh, whereas everybody who had the preferred, like, uh, the lip fillers, other, they were all men. So, like, a large majority of people answered that question. I think like I got like a thousand, maybe twelve hundred people answering that, and I think like three to four hundred females hit like the natural, and then every other male really hit yeah. So I think it's it's almost one of those things where it's like oh, it's 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 not really normal, but I think if if you can afford it, it it's it's going to make you happy, and you're doing it for the right reasons, and you're not going to end up like one of these fucking candles, you know, where you're fucking yeah. putting the lip filler. Everything is is fake. There's there has to be a real element that you see it on tally. You see people who. They're they're seventy and they don't have a fucking wrinkle on their head. There's there's a nice there's a nice level. Some people look really well with it, but then some people just go overboard and they look like they're gonna fucking melt if you put them in a fire. It's an addiction. It is clearly an addiction. It's the same as uh, they say it's like tattoos. Tattoos can become an addiction too if you if you let it be. But the one uh, it used to be like I remember when Botox became a thing ten years ago, or whatever. But it was a real hoodoo about it. Like it was a fucking oh, that's the thing that famous people use. Right, so I live in I live in Belfast. Live just 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 out of South Belfast, just in the east, on the street I live on. Well, not the street I live on the the road I live. There's four, three Botox, not Botox places, but places that do Botox within two hundred meters. So it's yeah, they're busy. I don't know if they're busy, but they do it, and they know they're. I know. Well, they they seem to be. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a norm. It's normal now. It's it's a new. It's the new normal. Like, people go yeah. for a wee jab in the lips when fucking getting their bikini line done. You know, it's no different. Like, it's in and out 15 minutes. And they're getting their, I don't know, half a mil here, a mil there, fucking... Like, it's... It, it even... It's just... I, I think it's just the norm now, and I'm not against it. If people want to... Here. If people want to do it to make themselves look better... Yo, fair enough, work away. If it gives you the confidence to go about your life better, work away. Same as if you want to do, if you want to do a thousand calorie juice diet, fucking go and do it. You know, fair play to you. No, don't fucking go and do it. Go and do it. There's no point giving Tony money when I can tell you now, just drink water for the rest of your life and don't eat another thing. You'll be fine. It'll be hard. You'll be fine. You know, it takes a couple of years off your life. Yeah. But you'll look great. And water, water's, Great for the skin. <laughs> uh, no, look, I completely get we're di- we're diving in with this, but I'm just trying to be deadly listening and think that's deadly serious. Please do not do that. Uh, I'm not a fitness professional, like- by the way. Just so people know, so I'm not a I'm not a fitness professional. <laughs> well, technically, I'm technically I've got my personal trainer certificate. So, um, but you don't do you? I do fucking sure do level one strength. No, Level one strength and additional coach boys. Fucking hell. Yeah. Look, do you bang out the secret qualifications there in the school? Oh, I've got uh, a better one. I'm, I'm doing a better one now, but 
I'm just get bored. Twenty, I, I get bored and I decide to uh, educate myself. But as we we talked about too, um, I'm probably gonna get slated for this. But if anybody that's a personal trainer level three, you, you literally know fucking nothing. You can learn more on YouTube in half an hour. <laughs> and oh, that's the god's God. honest truth. Like it is the it is the worst of the worst fucking thing in the world. Until it gets changed, I, don't ever trust anybody who's just got a personal training certificate. Yeah, like I would say this is a massive, massive issue. Like it's the first thing do you know what I I get messaged all the time by people either what course to do and then see about six to ten months later I get another message from them going, uh uh, I usually turn around and go, look, I'm going to be straight with you. You need to do it for obviously insurance reasons and that, but do not think that that gives you the right to coach somebody because yeah. it gives you the right to start maybe teaching people and coaching people like to an extent, but it doesn't give you the right to turn around and go, I am literally the dog's bollocks. I know what yeah. I'm at here because my, your learning only starts there. And I think whenever you, you dive in, I get messages from PTs all the time. And some of the questions you get asked is, is mental like absolutely mad and they're the ones teaching education and you'd be surprised and the fair fucks to the, the PTs and stuff who come on board with me because I honestly have real respect for that because I think a lot of people have this real hesitation that if some people think this but like for example if, if I was going to a coach and they were getting coached some yeah. people think that's a bad thing it's not that means that they're fucking trying to learn they're, they're, they're bettering themselves their craft so the first thing you're thinking is that person's reinventing themselves first red flag for me of a coach is they're not getting coached yeah that's a the the there. I I always find right a co a PT and I know this because I, I fucking did it myself. I worked in commercial gyms. A lot of people don't know that. Um, and it was the worst fucking nine months of my life working in a commercial gym. They uh, you do your you do your your gym instructor's course. You do your fucking PT course. You do a couple of add-ons. Fucking Les Mills bullshit and whatever other fucking crap. And then you go and onto the gym floor, and you become a you become a gym instructor again, because you're not like you're doing shit in the gym. There's, and you're straight out of the course. You think you know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. That's simply it. You learn on the job. I love to see PTs learning on the job, doing new things, going to courses, learning from other coaches, as you said, um, finding their own way, and then doing their own thing. But it's not like a good friend of mine, John Neal. John done his courses, worked in a commercial gym for a while, learned his craft, refined his craft, and then went out and opened his own place in dedicated fitness. But John, like John, had a client base where he probably could open dedicated fitness a lot earlier. But he had he was smart enough to go here. I haven't even I haven't learned everything I need to learn, and when I have learned what I need to learn to confidently open my own gym. I then have to learn about the business side of it, which is a whole. Di- it's a, probably a whole different podcast. It is a whole different podcast. We'll go down, but I love to see Jim. I love to see PTs learning on the job and learning, going away and learning for themselves. There's nothing like I watch. I watch guys because the whole thing now is mobility, flexibility, posture, and all. That's the kind of it's back to that kind of key shit now. And you see boys doing these mobility exercises with bands in the gym. And I'm no expert, definitely in mobility because I'm as stiff as a fucking board. But I know when someone's doing something wrong. I just know by your hinge points, by the way you're setting up. And they're going, they see something on YouTube and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, this is this is cool and we'll do this and we'll put the broom on your back and we'll do this. And you're just looking going, you've seen this. 
you're trying to replicate it, but you don't really understand what you're doing. Whereas it's so, you're talking a good game, it's looking good, but this client has got you for 45 minutes. He's mid-50s. He wants to get a wee bit skinnier. You know, you get him a wee bit more mobile, yeah. But don't waste fucking 10 minutes of him fucking walking around with a broomstick on his back. You know, especially when you're not going to do it right. You know, beast him. If you're if he wants in there for 45 minutes, give him a good workout. Don't fucking have him walking out of there with not a bead of sweat in his head. Because today you've decided, oh, we're just going to work on mobility and trigger points. You know, I just see there's too much of that shit going on at the minute. And I that's why... That's why the rise of, as you know, the online, well, the online guys, of course, now because of the lockdown, a lot of people now would rather get a program, get nutrition advice, get get weekly check-ins where they have someone that they're account- accountable to and someone that's uh, going to drive them on rather than paying someone 40 or £50 pound for an hour session and you have a 10-minute warm-up, a 10-minute cool-down, some mobility bullshit in the middle middle and then your PT's just sitting on his phone the whole time fucking texting his woman or taking selfies nah red flags for me straight off the bat is if your PT for the first five minutes of your session is bringing you to the treadmill and then bringing you to the treadmill at the end first five minutes and the second five minutes yeah. at the end five minutes because the thing is what he should be telling you straight off the bat or she is that you should be warming up like that if they want you to warm up like that personally if you're doing weights I don't really see the point in that uh, yeah. you should just do like small sets. So, for example, if I was lifting, say, 50 kg dumbbells, I would do the 10s, the 20s, the 30s, the 40s. But I would only do two to three reps and build the movement because yeah. I'm warming up for that movement. I'm yeah. not warming up for a fucking run, so I won't run. Joe, you know, if you, if you, if you, like, imagine this, right? Imagine you're going to lift weights, but you go, do you know what? I'm going to warm up. I'm going to go for a couple of laps to the pool. Like, people would be like, well, that's fucking ridiculous. But it is sort of similar whenever you're going to the treadmill. A lot of people will say, yes, you need, you need to get your heart rate up. Yes, you need to get blood up to an extent. But a couple of warm-up sets will do that, and you're wasting energy otherwise. I think if they do that, if they just count reps, yeah. or there's so many red flags. Just like you said, it's the phone thing. Like, if you even see me spot one of my friends in the gym, and I'm sure if you're the same, like, my phone is playing tunes. It's way in the corner. Like, I am literally screaming in their ears. And see when the person turns around to me and goes, how many reps? Like, I go, fuck, do I know? I was too busy trying to coach you. Yeah. So, like, I'm going... Whenever you're, whenever you're squatting, I'm like, right, right, fucking tight core, drive the heels up, drive the heels into the ground, right, squat, yeah. pause parallel, don't come off till I say, boom, power up, right, relock, let's go, let's go, let's go, and you're in. The, whereas, it, like one, two, like it's it's not it's not yeah. what you need, and I think that's the difference between a personal trainer and a coach. Yeah. And I, I always like that difference, uh, and I'm sure I'm sure you're aware of it yourself. You see people like that all the time, but it's very tough for people to know. Uh, who's the real deal and who's not and I'm not saying by any fucking not I'm still trying to figure my shit out as well but okay so whenever you see people that like could you imagine I always use this sort of like analogy it's six weeks to become a PT and they have to look after your whole body and your mental health Yeah. and yet dentistry takes five years imagine your dentist on a six week course yeah. that was signed off by, by probably I'm not this is not a dick who takes PT courses that somebody that knows the course isn't adequate it's just there it's just a means it needs reviewed that whole system needs reviewed and the thing is, imagine your dentist. Imagine how fucked up your teeth would be if you, if your dentist done six weeks and then started working. You know, and had to figure it out on the path. It would take them over three or four years. And I think that's the thing. It's such a low bar barrier entry. Yeah. And the thing is, there's all that flip, flip, was it flips and lambs off like Instagram. You'll see people like me post and get like maybe a thousand likes on a fucking TikTok, and people think like that's like the way it is. But the thing is, it, it doesn't stop. Like I'm doing this five years. Like I started with eight hundred followers and. 
eight th- I have eight thousand eight hundred and eighty at the minute, and that's only because I done the competition a while back and I got two and a half off it. Like otherwise, I'd be sitting around six. And the thing is, for five years, that's not a whole lot. But just like we'll go into with the next podcast and stuff, it's not just about your following; it's about the quality of it, like the depth of it. Like how much do people actually believe in you and know that you're actually not a fucking dickhead that's just trying to shove shit down the throat? And I think that dies back to the Adele thing. You'll know in the next couple of weeks if she starts sort of fucking saying this done it and this done it and this done it, or just if she stays quiet and just goes leave me the fuck alone, you know, then she, you know, she's done it probably a wee bit better than most. Uh, would yeah. you like? It, it, it is tough to know when they, the fitness industry who is real, who's not. But the first, the three main things I always say, like if you are looking a coach, is do they know their stuff? And that can be hard to call, but the best way to call that is result. Yeah, are they getting results? Result? Consistent results. Like not. And not with themselves. Like it, it, it's not hard to put up. Nobody gives a fuck what shape you're in if you're a PT. They give a fuck of what shape you can get them into. Yeah. It, but it does. It does help. Like it doesn't suit if you're a fucking 130 kilos. You're really overweight and you're trying to tell people to eat well. Like that's just being a hypocrite. But there's a nice level. Like you don't have to be. People think you have to be photo shoot ready all the time. Majority of people like fitness PTs that are IFBB pros, which is like professional bodybuilders. No, I'm not saying all of them. Just some are shit coaches because oh, yeah. they're too have they're the best athletes don't always make the best coaches and there's so many examples that football, soccer, like there's, there's a million one one examples where a, a footballer maybe goes into the club and it's just absolute muck. Like it, it doesn't mean that because Ronaldo or Messi's a great footballer that they're going to automatically become a fucking top level coach. One of them might, the other's probably going to be useless, you know? So I think it's, it's that, uh, that level entry is hard to know and before you invest in something, you need to make sure that the real deal and that comes with anything, like not just coaching, like, if you were going to go for them lip fillers like we're talking about, I'm sure you'd look at the photos and think, fucking wonder, is there any bad reviews? Because some people come out of them looking like fucking porky pig, you know, with a fucking lip yeah. about to blow up. Like. Well, I've, uh, I've, I want a tattoo. I've always wanted a tattoo. And I've never, <laughs> I've found one tattoo. This is how bad it is, right? Because you're putting someone permanent in your body. I will go through every single picture on their Instagram. And if I find one line in one picture not perfect... I can't get a tattoo done by then. And that's because I don't want me to be the guy, the second picture, to have a fucking line out of purpose because it'll annoy me for the rest of my life. And that's the only reason I've never got a tattoo is because I will go to the fucking nth degree to make sure this person doesn't have an off day. I would be the same. I've always wanted one, but what would you get? I don't know. Like, I've changed my mind that you... many times. I've changed... I've, I had a... I had a I had an appointment for a tattoo artist, one of the one of the best in the world. Uh, he's a guy in Belfast, and I missed the appointment, and he doesn't give you reminders because he's a fucking mad bastard. And I said, I actually texted him a week later. I emailed him, sorry. And I said, my appointment's coming up soon. Do you know when it was? And he goes, yeah, it was last week. Yeah, you missed it. And I was like, what? And he goes, I sent you a reminder three months ago. And I was like, oh, fuck, sorry about that. And he goes, no, no worries. He goes, I got your... Uh, I got your appointment filled. And I actually remember seeing him on Instagram. He puts or on Facebook. He puts it up, gets the appointment filled, right? And I said to him, when, when's the next appointment? He goes, yeah, it's three years. Uh, what? Mine's that's when I booked him, it was... You booked in? No, I booked in the first time. The, it was... I was the second time. No, I didn't book in. <laughs> I was waiting three years. It was 20, <laughs> 20 months. 20 months waiting list when I booked the first time. That's almost as bad as my coaching weight. <laughs> he's fucking, but he's the only person I've never seen uh, a wrong line. 
Like he's he's incredible. Yeah, that- but you, I couldn't even afford to go to him now. He's na- he's next next level now. Like he's uh, yeah five five six hundred pound an hour. Holy fuck! And that then- that there is like that's that he's probably gone past that. That was that was what he was doing three years ago. He he yeah, he tattoos the tattoo artists. So he does Kat Von D, he does NBA players, he does he does everybody, like he's fucking but as long as it's in his style, like he will not do something that's not his style. If it's his style yeah. he'll do it. He's he's incredible. Um but yeah. I, I just couldn't get over it. He was just like, Yeah, yeah, I sent you a reminder three months ago you didn't keep the appointment. But that's no problem. Um so the guy who actually took my appointment, because I had the whole day booked out. The guy who took my appointment flew from Liverpool to Belfast and took four hours of the full day. Oh, Fucking yeah, mad. He, it's mad that. The, the, how, long did, yeah? so, how long did you have, like, booked in with him? Did you have a full day sort of, like, lined up, ready to go, so and you the, didn't know what the fuck you wanted? What were you going to go down with? All the... the way he worked was you, you, can, you can book the full day. I think the full day is 10 to 6, right? Um, get as much work done because he knows that the next time after that the next appointment mightn't be for three or four months because once you get in first you'll, you'll get like a but then he says to me at six o'clock if you're ready to go and take more normally you can't he goes we will keep going to you till we can't do any more so he goes it could be nine could be ten o'clock at night it could be four o'clock in the day but he goes we will not stop until I'm done or you're done so he go, but he won't oh, charge. He doesn't charge you for that extra. It kind of goes like on a fucking, like a direct debit sort of thing, you know, because he knows yeah. that he knows that he's expensive. He's fucking unbelievable what he does. Like he's he's he, I haven't actually I haven't kept an eye on him in a while, but he's uh he be out in Vegas and L.A. and New York and just phenomenal. I I think that's a prime example of like coming like in a such with tattoos isn't really a saturated industry, but like a case of like. If you're good enough at something, you're going to be able to charge what you want. Like you're going to be able to charge for your lifestyle and how good you are. And I think that does work in favor of people because if, if there's so many that aren't up to his level, it means that he can afford to charge that that level, and people will still pay because he's good at. Cream always rises to the top. It doesn't matter where it is. I think whenever we dive into that, it, it is a very interesting topic. And as always, cheers for tuning in. Um, the Viewership and the listenership's gone very well. Um, hopefully, hopefully we keep progressing. And if you could jump on to iTunes and drop us a review, share it on your Instagram stories, same as Spotify, share it on your Instagram story, share it with friends. Yeah, pretty much just help us get the word out there that we're we're having a bit of fun. We're hopefully giving you a bit of uh, a bit of good information here and there. And as always just cheers for supporting us I know it means a lot to me and Tony but yeah as Mickey said there just a massive thank you to anybody who's tuning in it really does mean a lot and as he said shirt and all that there but yeah hope you are good thank you very much and tune in next week cheers bye bye